Good morning, everybody. Shabbos Daf Kuf Nun. Quick as always, so on Daf Kuf Mem Test. The mission on the bottom of Daf Kuf Mem Chesun Beis taught us that a person is allowed to list off the guests that he plans on inviting for Shabbos. However, he's not allowed to read it off from a list. He's not allowed to read it off from a place where he wrote it down. Then Mark explains, Machlaik is two reasons why this is true. Either because we're afraid the person is going to end up erasing it. If he sees that he invited too many guests, he's going to erase from the guests with a shamish that his servant doesn't call those guests. Or the Gemara says, it's because it's Xerat who's going to reach Tari Dex. The Gemara ended up concluding that Nafkabina is, if it is on a very high up on the Walls, so there's no Xera that he's going to erase it, however, there's still Xera of Atishtaridaitis. And then where I went through that, whether a button make a loy plug when a button make a takana and it does not apply in a specific case, for example, over here, this Xera that it's not you're not going to come to erase it because it's very up. Do we say that we are button did not make a Xera because the time of the Xera doesn't apply, or do we say no, our button made a light plug? We saw. But that was Yamachlaikis in a few different places. Then the Gemara Mabez taught us that a person who causes someone else to get punished because of him, he does not enter the Mechitzah of Kadesh Baruch Hu. And we saw the Gemara wrote down a few interesting Gemara's about Nebuchadnezzar, and the Gemara concluded that Nebuchadnezzar rode on a lion and he tied a, he tied a snake around the lion's head to show that he ruled over even the Achayas, even the wild animals. Today, by the time we're going to learn about the Allahs of what a person is allowed to say to workers, is he allowed to hire workers for after Shabbos? And then we're on the base, we're going to talk about specific things a person is allowed to say in regards to doing Malacha after Shabbos. So let's see the Hedog Mishnah on the top of Dav Kuf Nona Manal. It says the Hedog Mishnah. Halachas, a person is not allowed to hire out workers on Shabbos. And he's not, tell, he's not allowed to tell his friend, can you please hire me workers for Shabbos? Or even to talk about hiring them for after Shabbos. And the more is going to ask, if you're not allowed to tell them yourself, so what's, a, what's the tzad that you're allowed to tell your friend to do it? And Rashi already speaks out. Two, two important Rashi's. The first Rashi says, why is a person not allowed to hire workers on Shabbos? Says Rashi, the Pasuk says, and we're going to see more about this in the Gemara, that a person has to be Isaac in Shabbos, and he's not allowed to be Isaac in his own chafatim, his own business dealings on Shabbos, and therefore it's prohibited to hire workers on Shabbos. That's Rashi brings that, where the Pasuk says, it's interesting, Shaila, is this the Isra Deris, is this Isra Rabbanon? So Pasha, this is a Pasuk in Tanakh, so maybe it's a different Kabbalah. If you take a look, if you take a look at the Chassam Sefer over here, the Chassam Sefer wants to suggest that this is a Isra Deris, this Isra of Mimtzei of not being Isaac in your business dealings on Shabbos is just a derisa based on Ramban, a very important Ramban in, in Parshish Emma, I believe, that Ramban talks about the importance of Shvisa on Shabbos. When the Torah says a person should rest on Shabbos, it doesn't just mean that he should rest from doing the third time Malachas, it means a person should have a Shvisa, have a resting, which is clear that he's resting for Shabbos and that he's not being Isaac in his Malacha. And therefore, the Chassam Sefer wants to suggest. That it could be that this is a Yisr Deirai. So if you take a look at Taisis, Vidibar Mi'atzer, Taisis also seems to suggest that this is a Yisr Deirai. And the Yireim as well. well the Yireim is one of the Rishayim in Simon Kuvbeis. He addresses this and he discusses both threads and both possibilities. Either he says it's a regular Yisr Rabbanon or maybe Dibar Kabbalah, or he says maybe it's a Yisr Deirai. So it was really some, it was, for example, Allah Sinai and Yisha came along and he was Asmachu Akra and he brought a Rai from the Psukim. So again, a very interesting discussion whether it's a Yisr Rabbanon, but the point is that a person's Shabbos is not just supposed to be that he's not doing a third. It's supposed to be a scenario, it's supposed to be a situation where he's connecting to Gadish Baruch Hu, as the Radak says, that that the connection between Shabbos and Eidah is that says the Helegi Radak, that a person is supposed to have the time on Shabbos to work on his Eidah, to work on his gratitude, to work on his relationships, and that is what Shabbos is supposed to be about. So that's the first Rashi. The second Rashi, Rashi brings down that a person is not allowed to tell his friend to hire workers. The end of the Rashi, Rashi says, that a person who asks his friend to hire workers from on Shabbos is over the Israel of Nehirah, which to point out that even though this is only Nisid Rabbanon Pashtas, even though based on what we just spoke out before, it could be Nisid Rabbanon, but Pashtas is only Nisid Rabbanon, you see that it's Shaykh of Nivar on a Yisr Rabbanon. It says the Hilgim Mishnah Vaiter, Ein Machshichen Al Atchum, 
Paris, a person is not allowed to go toward, to the end of the Tchum on Shabbos in order that Matos Shabbos is going to be able to hire out workers or to bring Paris because a person is not allowed to do a clear mice on Shabbos to, to prepare for doing a Malacha after Shabbos. But says the Mishnah, he's allowed to go to the end of the Tchum and he's allowed to prepare so he can watch his fruit, even though the fruit are out of the Tchum. The Gwar is going to say that since it doesn't involve any Malacha to watch them, therefore he's allowed to go all the way to the edge of the Tchum and then Matos Shabbos, he's going to be able to watch the fruit. And that says the Mishnah, maybe Paris be other. Once he's there, then after Shabbos, he's allowed to bring the fruit back. And Rashi explains, since his, since his primary intention was not to bring the fruit back, rather his primary intention was to watch the fruit, therefore he's allowed to bring the fruit back after Shabbos. Now, Svasemus discusses what's the luck of the person has both kavanas. Rashi sounds like since he had one primary kavana, but he also planned to bring the fruit back. What, let's say person had both kavanas. He wanted to watch the fruit and he wanted to bring the fruit back. Definitely an interesting discussion and Bez Hashem will see in many different places in Shas this idea. For example, when we talk about mitzvah Shiraz Kavana, let's say a person has two Kavanas. Let's say a person has Kavana for the mitzvah and also Kavana for something else. What is the halacha? Does the halacha recognize the concept of having two Kavanas? Is there a concept of a primary Kavana? Definitely an interesting discussion. The Baralach and Simlam Ches discusses in regards to Isaac Mitzvah, Patron and Mitzvah. For example, a person who's Isaac and Mitzvah, he's making Tefillin, but he's also doing it and he's getting paid. So do we say that he has the Patron of Isaac and Mitzvah? Definitely an interesting discussion. It says the Halakha Mishnah. Klaal Omar Abishol Kolshe. Says an important cloud. We're going to see more about this in the Gemara. That anything that I'm allowed to tell a non-Jew to do for me after Shabbos, the halacha is I'm allowed to tell a non-Jew to do for me after Shabbos. The halacha is I'm allowed to go prepare on Shabbos. I'm allowed to walk to the end of the Tchum to prepare for this malach. We'll see more about this by the in the Gemara. Says the Hilgi Gemara Viter. It's Pashit, why the mission have to speak out that you're not allowed to tell your friend to do it. If you yourself are not allowed to hire out the worker, so, so what's the Chiddush? Of course you're not allowed to tell your friend. That's an Isser. Why would it, what's the Tzad to say that I can ask somebody else to hire workers from me on Shabbos? And she's the Gemara Papa, Chavar Nach. We're talking about where the Chavar, the person that you're telling, is a non Jew. And therefore, since he's a non Jew, the Gemara at this point assumes that I'm allowed to ask him to hire workers from me. Asks the Gemara Maskler Vashi, Amir Lenachri Shvutz. Asks Ravashi, what do you mean? Telling an Anju to do a malacha for you is an Isid Rabbanan. So, what's the Chiddush over here? That would be Usr. Why are you telling me that there's a Chiddush over here that it's Usr, that I'm allowed to te- that I'm not allowed to tell the non Jew to t- hire workers for me? What do you mean? There's an Isr, Amir Lenachri, and Shabbos. I'm not telling an Anju to, to do a malacha for me. And again, there's two ways to read this Gemara. Either the Gemara is reading it the way, the way we just spoke it out, that the Gemara is asking that it's Pasha, that in this case it's Usr, so what's the Chiddush? Or the Gemara could be saying that since the whole Gezer, since Amir Lenachri is only Isid Rabbanan, and over here you're telling Telling a non-Jew to do malacha for you, which is to hire, I'm sorry, to hire workers for you, which is only Nisid Rabbanan. So therefore, it's not Shaykh Amilinachri. Amilinachri is only on Yisroom Rabbanan, only on Yisroom Deraisa, not on Yisroom Rabbanan. So the Gemara is asking it as then the Chayyim should be mutter, not not prohibited. However, most of Shaykhim learn the Gemara that the Gemara is asking the Chayyim in this case also it's Pasha that's Asher Kisam Milinachri, and you're not telling non-Jew to to do a malacha for you. So therefore, it's Pasha you're not telling non-Jew to hire workers for you. So says the Gemara. Rashi Rashi gives a new interpretation. I feel the same about yourself. Really, we're talking about you're not allowed to tell your friend who's a Jew to hire workers. I was a chiddush. Hakmashwan the chiddush was that we're making a dik the other way. Loyim ra'adam lechaver scharli poilim malachas. A person is not allowed to tell his friend to hire workers for him. However, I will im ra'adam lechaver hanirah shatamid imi la'erev. Malachas. A person is allowed to tell, allowed to tell his friend come come with me tonight. Come to my house. And he doesn't tell him. He doesn't explicitly speak out why why he wants the person to come over. However, the person understands that he wants to do the malacha with him. As long as he doesn't speak out, but fairish that he wants the person to come for the malacha. The malacha is permissible. So the point of the mission was to tell you that. After you're not allowed to tell your friend to hire workers for you. You are, you are allowed to tell your friend, come over to my house tonight without explicitly speaking out the malacha, and that is permitted. And it says the Gemara, this goes like Masisa Mani Kushim and Karcha. This is like Mishidur Shim and Karcha, the sign of London, a right? So, 
because we need in regards to learning Torah, we need that that a person where he learns there's kedusha and the base of and it's not a welcome kaddish. Never a person is not allowed to learn. Asks the Gemara, but what do you mean? Where the end of the pasuk says. So the Gemara is asking that Lachira, a person should only not allowed to be allowed to speak out the Torah, but he should be allowed to think in the Torah. And she's the Gemara. No, whom we buy that pasuk of the end of the pasuk, which says Ervas Davar, is not coming to tell you that a person is only not allowed to speak when he reads out a thing. It's coming to tell you something else. Damar because Yehuda said, "Akam Aram also look at Kriyshma Kenagdei." The halacha is that a person is not allowed to read Kriyshma next to a non-Jew who is not dressed, and you're, because you're not allowed to read Kriyshma, Kenagdei the Wakan Erva. Now it says, "Gemara Ma'ir Akam Afili Solnami." What's the chiddush? We specifically spoke here. You're not allowed to say it in front of a non-Jew. You're not allowed to say it in front of a Jew as well who's not dressed. And it's Gemara. Let me buy you. I'm telling you a chiddush. Let me buy you. Israel the Aser. It's pasha that a Jew is it's prohibited to read in front of a Jew because the Erva is revealed. Ava Akam Kimon Chsebe Asher Basar Chambayim. Pesarim, I would have attacked to say I'm a shepherd. I mean, I would have attacked to say that the Arla, or let's say the Erva, of a non-Jew doesn't have the din of an Erva. Kamash one, Kamash one, that the Chiddush is that the non-Jew's Erva has the din of an Erva, and therefore it's prohibited to read Krishna next to a non-Jew who's not dressed. As we're Emachanami, maybe Taka, you are allowed to read Krishna next to a non-Jew and who's not dressed. Answers the Gemara, Amar Kra. The pasuk says the Ervas Avim Lero. The pasuk says in regards to Nayach, the the pasuk calls it Ervas. So you see that even the non-Jew has an Ervas, and therefore it's prohibited to read Kenegad A non-Jew. There's a beautiful Rashi. We take a look at the end of the Rashi. Your Masvavay Machanach Kadosh. Rashi brings down the time of Mishum the Yisrael Mahar and Tamar Yeritera. The reason is that Klai Yisrael is constantly thinking in Yeritera, and that's why a person always has to make sure he's learning is in Malkum Kadosh because Klai Yisrael is always thinking in learning. And Hirsch beautifully on that pasuk of Bahaya Machanach Kadosh describes how we have to make sure that. Our kedusha is not just leirak al bate kinesias matam joshes al kol mokaimet shenechavem. Any place that a Jew is camping, any place that a Jew is setting up shop, he has to make sure that he creates an environment of kedusha. He creates an environment where the shechina is present, where Kadosh Baruch Hu is welcome wherever he is, and he's constantly thinking in divrei Torah. Says the Hilgah. 
Gemara Vaita, we're approximately 50 lines out from the bottom. The third word on the line, Vidibur asks, Gemara Vidibur, may Asr is it true that speaking out things which are negated to doing Malacha is prohibited? to the rabbin, matters which are trying to get to the public people. to discuss matters of public matters on Shabbos. And a person is allowed to go exactly the definition of each one of these places. And the basic idea is that it's a place where the non-Jews are gathering, whether it's a circus, whether it's an amphitheater, the, there's actually a Rabbeinu Prach over here points out that this is actually a it's actually a church, it's a place where the non-Jews Pray and it brings to arrive from here. Again, we see that there he says that it's permitted for a person to go to these places if he's discussing marriage or trying to get to the rabbin. He's allowed to go to a church, he's allowed to go to a non Jewish house of worship if he's going to deal with matters of the rabbin. Again, we'll see more about this. We'll have to keep this in your mind. When is it permitted? Are you allowed to go vote? Let's say, for example, in a church or in the side of a church. Definitely an interesting discussion. We'll see more about this in the Sachs of Eidazar. But it says the Gemara, the town of the baby, Nashim, Meshat, and Altinek, is Laris, Meshabbos. The person is allowed to discuss making Shadokim on Shabbos. The Altinek, Lamdi, Sefer. The person is allowed to discuss teaching a child a trade, to teach him Tari, I'm sorry, Lamdi, Omnis. The person is allowed to set up to get a person to teach his child a trade. So you see, asks the Gemara, the Allah is that a person is allowed to talk about all these different Malachs on Shabbos. So how can you tell me that Dibur is also on Shabbos? And how can you tell me that Dibur for a bad Malachs also on Shabbos? We see that it's permitted in all these cases to talk about doing Malacha. And it's the Gemara, Mark Carla, Pasik says, and we make a Joshua, Chafat Secha, Sur, and Chafti Shemai Mutar, and that only discussing matters which are your own, your own things, but are, is prohibited to talk about on Shabbos. However, matters which are pertinent to Mili Shemaya, matters which are to get to doing mitzvahs, that is permitted on Shabbos. Says the Heli Gemara Vaiter, Armor Hudam Rashmul. Which means which are not really important to you, not pertinent to you, not negative to you, as Rashi brings down over here. For example, you just you're walking on the road and you say, How much is that how much do you think it costs to make that building? How much do you think it costs to create to build that bridge? These types of Khajbainis are permitted to talk about on Shabbos. And Khajbainis Shell Mabakach are permitted as well, which we'll see on the Rash is going to tell us in other days what that's referring to. Again, Khajbainis, which you're not negative to. But those are types of Khajbainis. Calculations which were in the past already. For how much, for, for example, how much a person's how, how much it cost me to make my own house? These types of chashbonis are prohibited, and so too to make a calculation in the future is prohibited. For example, how much it's going to cost me to buy this new car or to buy this building? That's prohibited. But says the Gemara, are permitted, and the Rashi ever brings down what's and Rashi defines that the concept of Mabakach is referring to a cheshben, something that happened already, for example, that I, how much my house cost me to build. So that's not again where they were permitted. Now the Gemara is going to discuss what I mean. We just said that cheshben, which were in the past, are prohibited. The Gemara is going to answer this contradiction. Ask the Gemara of Yaminu. Ask the Gemara contradiction. You're allowed to make cheshben, which are not negate, which you don't need. You're not allowed to make calculations, which you are necessary. You're not allowed to make calculations on Shabbos. Kate said, what's the case? I'm Rodin Chaveri. Person's allowed to tell his friend, This is the amount that I pay for the workers for this field. This is in the past. 
It cost me $100,000 to make my house. He's not allowed to say, this is much. It cost me this much is going to cost me. Now, ask the question. So first of all, there's a steer in this price itself. Because first the price has said, it's permitted to talk about things in the past. And then the price says, you're not talk about things in the past. But it says, we had a kasha in the in the memory we had before. Because what was the kasha? Before we said that chashbainis and mabakach are permitted. And then we said that chashbainis on the past are prohibited. So we have a steer in the memory before. So it says tomorrow, answer tomorrow like this. The difference is, is that when it's when is it permitted to talk about things which I did in the past? That's when I already fully paid up, and it's all over, it's all finished. Then I'm allowed to talk about how much it cost me to build my house to buy the car. However, if I still owe the person money, then even though it was a calculation which happened already, since I didn't fully pay, the lacha is, it is prohibited. And that's how we answer both steers over here, that chashbenes of the past are permitted when I already fully paid up. Chashbenes of the past are prohibited to talk about when I did not fully pay up, then it is prohibited. It says the hell gig marabaiter, a machshich and tonerabonet, the Mishnah said that a person is not allowed to go to the edge of the Tchum to start preparing to do Malacha after Shabbat. It says, There was a certain Chassid who had a hole in his field, and he had a mind, he wanted to fill it up, and he forgot our Shabbat, and then he remembered, Oh, it's Shabbat, and I'm allowed to fill it up on Shabbat. He withheld himself back, he didn't fill up that hole, he didn't fill the hole in the fence, because he said that since I even had a Chashash, since I, since I had a Tzad to do it on Shabbat, I'm going to give myself a Knas, I'm not going to fill it up. And the Marsha points out that even though it was only here, it was only here, it was only a thought, and here is permitted on Shabbat, he was a Chassid, and he went, and he said he's not going to fill up the hole. Venas lenes and lenes happened also by tzlaf, and this bush grew. Umi menahay separnasasai uparnas anchebeisim. From that tree, he was able to support himself and his family for many for a period of time. So you see that lenes happened to him because he was so careful about not thinking about these types of things on Shabbos. And there's a very interesting meir over here where the meiri points out the importance of a person focusing on Shabbos and not turning his mind to other things. Says like a meiri, a person should always be very careful about what he thinks about Shabbos. Shaf machshafto loyachri dena bish. Shabbos, that a person should make sure that his mind doesn't get cut off with other things on Shabbos. Shayim kulei kadosh l'Hashem, because Shabbos is kulei kadosh l'Hashem. It's, it's fully sanctified to Kadosh Baruch. We should be constantly focusing on Hashem and kedusha and ruchnius and our relationship with Hashem. The Miri is a very interesting lashon where he says you shouldn't take kachik kachim. You shouldn't make it into chulin. We're talking about Shabbos over here. Now you're going to make it into chulin. You're going to make it a regular day. It's such a special opportunity. And says the Miri that a person who does focus on Shabbos and does keep the priority, the focus of the Kedusha on Shabbos, he will be rewarded as it says in the Gemara over here. says that A person is allowed to tell his friend, I'm going to that city tomorrow. I, it's out of Tchum, so the Chur, it should be prohibited because he's talking about doing Allah. says Gemara, because Allah is that since he really could set up these tents, he could set up these watch, these small huts, and then it would not be an issue of the Tchum because Allah is as long as you have these small houses on the way, it's permitted. So therefore, since he could do that, therefore, it's not, it's not a problem to talk about it on Shabbos. It says in Gemara Tanan, learn to the Mishnah, says, the Mishnah said, you're not allowed to start on Arab Shabbos preparing or discuss that you go, to go to the edge of the Tchum in order to hire workers after Shabbos and to bring food. Now, it says in Gemara Mishnah, it makes sense that you're not allowed to prepare, to rent, to hire workers on Shabbos because you're not allowed to rent, you're not allowed to give money on Shabbos. 
But to bring the fruit, maybe asks the Gemara, why not to bring the fruit from out of the mechitas on Shabbos? Because they're in another Rishos. The reason why you're not allowed to go to the edge of the and, and prepare to bring the fruit after Shabbos is because you're not allowed to carry the fruit here on Shabbos. But asks the Gemara, why don't we say that since you could, put, you could have put up mechitas, you could have put up walls, so then it should be permitted to bring them on Shito, start preparing on Shabbos, says the Gemara. We're talking about a case where the fruit are connected, and therefore we're not. the issue was not carrying them an issue of Itzar. Rather, the issue was cutting them on Shabbos, and since it's us or two, cut them on Shabbos, therefore you're not allowed to go prepare on Shabbos to the Malacha. Ask them about Tanya. The Rabbi said a person is not allowed to go to the edge of the Tchum to prepare to bring the the, the, the straw on Matzah Shabbos. Says That straw, regular straw, we could tell, we could tell you the, that the issue is that since it's connected, you're not allowed to cut out Tevin, but that's the Gemara. Tevin is normally referring to process straw, and process straw is not connected. So what's the case where there would be an issue of the Malacha that you would not be allowed to do on Matzah Shabbos? So, I'm sorry, on Shabbos. And if it's mutter to do on on Shabbos, then why can you not go why can you not go to the edge of the Tchum to prepare? And to the Gemara, we're talking about putrid straw, straw which smells disgusting. It's a disgusting straw, and therefore it smokes on Shabbos, and that's why it's prohibited to start repairing on Shabbos. Says right to now the 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 Bryce says the person is allowed to go to the edge of the trump to start preparing for Mat- right, so right Mat- Shabbos, you could start preparing to deal with the matters of, related to a kala and related to a mace. Now I think it says in Ra'al, kala mates in it sounds like Dafka because he's doing a mitzvah that he's going to be help a bride and he's helping a dead person. But for anybody else, we prohibited. Now it says It makes sense in regards to the kala. What are we talking about? We're talking about. For for example, chopping down a hadas to, to cut in a hadas that they use for the canopy. So, in regards to another person, that would be prohibited. Elamase, mind you, what, what, what are we talking about in regards to a dead person? What are you allowed to do to prepare? What well, you're allowed to do, you're allowed to go to the edge of the home to prepare that on Matzah Shabbos, you're going to bring the Arna Tekrichim. Now, it says more of Tani Mace in Abalachalai. It sounds like Dafka Mace, but another person would not be allowed to do that. I asked more of my Lemashimiyashimachitis, maybe ask tomorrow why, based on the rule that we said before, that as long as I could set up a situation where I could have been Matthew, this Malach over here, for example, if I could have put a mechitzas before Shabbos, then it would be in Rosh Hashanah and be allowed to carry. So why am I not allowed to go to the edge of the tchum even for re- for an irregular person? Why only in the case of a mace where it's a tzarich mitzvah am I allowed to do it? But in the case of a regular person, I'm allowed to go to the edge of the tchum. And says the Gemara, mace not mishkach la mizgalik lima. No, dead person. Also, we're talking about that you're you're trying to prepare from a cloak, which involves your sewing and involves creating a new garment, and therefore that is only mutter for a dead person. But for a person who's alive, that would not be permitted. Because again, we're talking about a real malach over here, which there would be no there would be no way to permit that on Shabbos. And that's why only for the Tzarech Mesa you're allowed to start preparing on Shabbos, but for a regular person you're not be allowed to prepare on Shabbos itself. Says the Mishnah said that a person is allowed to go towards the edges of the Tchum to watch his fruit. Now says the Gemara, even though a person did not make Havdalah, the Allah is that a person is allowed to bring the fruit back. I asked the, and he's allowed to cut them. I asked the Gemara, "Did you make Avdalah yet?" Then the person not allowed to do any lacha before he makes Avdalah. So I asked the Gemara, "How could you say that a person is allowed to go to the edge of the tchum?" And then when Matzah Shabbos comes, he's allowed to bring back the fruit. He's allowed to cut the fruit. I it's still Shabbos. He didn't make Avdalah yet. And the Gemara, maybe he'll tell me. But Tfilah, maybe we're telling me that he made Avdalah in Tfilah. I would say that the person makes Avdalah in Tfilah. He's allowed to make Avdalah kites. Maybe he'll tell me he had a kites. He brought a kites to the field, and that's where he made Avdalah. 
But is the, the, is it normal that a person has a becher when he's in the field? Says Gemara, yeah. We're talking about yeah. There was a wine press here, so he happened to have a kais, he happened to have grape juice or wine, and therefore he made avdal in the field, and that's why he was able to bring the fruit back. interpretation. they said like this. In my they would just say these the four words. And then they would do whatever they needed. Meaning, you don't need to make a kiddush. You don't need to make havdal kais to be matir malacha. The only time you need to make if a person wants to eat, however, just to do malacha, to say I'm avdim kaiyish shachal is enough. Take like a Rashi, I'm avdim kaiyish shachal. Like care about amalavit samar, just to make a hacker to make a demarcation that now it is matzah shabbos and I am accompanying the king out, and therefore it's permitted to do malacha. And in regards to eating, a person does taka does have to make avdala kais. There's a big machlek to shayin over here. The machlek is ready from the riff and the early rishayim. Whether this bracha ma'avdim kaiyish shachal is it made be shame machlek? Do you say bracha tashem like ma'avdim kaiyish shachal, or is it just like the way the gemara presents ma'avdim kaiyish shachal? Again, we pass just ma'avdim kaiyish shachal, but the big machlek is rishayin over here. I'm ravashi gavini be'rav kana. I'm ravashi kaiyish shachal. Umesal sinon. So let's see. The ravashi said that I was in the, in the house of Rav Kana, and I saw that when he wanted to do malach, he would just say. And then he would co chop the wood. So you see that is enough in order to just do milach. A quick chazar we saw today the Gemara on the Amin Alf told us that the person is not allowed to hire workers on Shabbos and he did not tell his friend. The Gemara said the Chilish was that he's allowed to tell his friend to come over to his house on Matta Shabbos as long as he's not explicitly say that he wants to do milach. Then the Gemara said a person is not allowed to discuss any malacha matters on Shabbos. However, if it's malacha matters regards to a mitzvah, then it is permitted because only only are permitted. Then we saw the Gemara. On the Amabez taught us Shmuel at a that a person is allowed to tell his friend, I'm going to a city, even though normally that involves Malacha, they'll be out of the Tchum, since there's a way from to be Maturit, therefore it's permitted. And then finally, we just saw the Gemara on the bottom right down that a person can say, Ha Mavd Mikhail Shechal, and do Malacha Matashabbat, Havdalakai is only required if a person wants to eat. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.